Alright, well, Nintendogu here with another podcast. So, uh, yeah. Let's just get right into it. So, today's podcast. Let go of your earthly tether. Enter the void and become wind. It's a quote that I have myself have been using a lot. And I've been using it a lot because I think I understand what that quote means and what it actually means. It means that you shouldn't be tethered to anything and you should be free. You know, when something is holding you down and you're tethered to it, you, we as people, we have this notion that, you know, it's mine and it's there forever and it's never going away and it's this and it's that and, you know, it's always going to be there. And no, it, it doesn't work like that, you know? It doesn't work like that. You know, it's it, it's temporary. You know. Or, as we say in Buddhism, it's impermanent. You know. It's like, um, it's like having a, uh, a cell phone. And then you drop the cell phone. And then it's cracked. And then from the cell phone being cracked... You know, you spill water on it and then it's done completely. Maybe you could save the same card, but it's done completely. So you have to spend money and get a new phone and put in everything that you've had. So, you know, to have this notion that, you know, what we have is going to last forever. And it's going to, you know, never get rigid and stale is nonsense. And it's not realistic, you know. And once you break free of that, you see things a lot more clearly with a sense of, you know, realization. I've used this word so many times now, like it's practically just in my head now, you know, realization is having awareness of the truth, you know, and seeing the truth as what it is, and knowing what it is, you know, and many people have this misconception that, again, what's in front of them is real, and, you know, whatever that this thing will be, you know, forever bound to them and it will never, you know, again, get rigid and stale and break away and it will never do that and it will always be there and all this and it's complete nonsense. You know, the only reason people hold on to something like that in a way is because they're afraid of being alone. You know, people who talk to themselves thoroughly, 
and analyze things, you know, we're looked at as if we're crazy or if we're different or if we say something out loud. It's like, no, I'm talking to myself, you know. But consciously, you know, you're, you're blurting out the last bit of what you're talking about out loud, you know. But subconsciously, you know, you're not aware of that. You're so focused on the conversation consciously that, you know, you blurt out the last bit of what you were talking about to yourself. And then people look at you and then they can say, oh, that person's crazy or that person's weird or something. No. You know, if you really understand yourself, you're never alone. If you talk with your thoughts and analyze your thoughts and train your mind to see you know, the reality of things and not just what is, you know, tethered and restricted, you know, yourself to seeing and what you're, what you actually want to see, then you will truly be able to see things. You're not going to be able to see things if, you know, you're tethered, you're restricted, you know, you're 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 tying something down to keep you from 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 floating or from seeing what's actually realistic you know and many people have this problem many people have this problem many people have this problem you know it's also it has to do with the fact that they don't want to see themselves they don't want to see the inner version of themselves they want to have this outer persona and never look inwards. And let me give advice on a few things here. First, if you are looking for yourself and other people, you are always going to be disappointed. That's number one. Number two, you can only find yourself inward. You can never find yourself outward. Because everything starts inward. With the way you talk, with the way you think, the way you act, everything is inward. Nothing is ever outward. And, you know, many people get that confused. They think, oh, if I, if I look for this person to date, I'll be happy and this, that, and the third. And I won't be lonely and I won't have, you know, stress or anything. No, again, that's complete nonsense doesn't work like that from a realistic point of view it doesn't work like that you know and some people are afraid of being alone because they have they, they, they did not have the proper understanding or the guidance to show them hey this is how it is alone let's take things slowly and let's analyze things but everybody has this notion of well if something was said about me and this wasn't done a certain action and this wasn't done a certain way, then it's of no use to me and all this other stuff. It's nonsense. It's complete nonsense. And that's setting your selfishness and, you know, non-centered mindset in, you know. And that's always big misconceptions and big miscommunications with people, you know, it's about 
it's 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 pretty much like the same thing how I said in my other podcast about you know people who help people they need to recharge you know that goes back to my to that point about recharging you know people who help people especially people who are on the spiritual path you know People often have this misconception that, you know, we don't have to recharge. We can keep going. We listen to people's problems because we want to. Yes, that part is true. But even we, even though we train our minds to see the reality of things, we let go of being tethered to stuff, to people, to problems, to the world. We detach ourselves. We still need to recharge. You know. Because. We're also human. But. We have our mindset. Evolved. You know. We've. We've put in. The mental fortitude for that. But we still need to recharge. You know, and it's not that we don't want to listen to people's problems. Of course, we will listen to people's problems. Because we, you know, the the people who've been on the spiritual path and who've, you know, gone through what it is to go through the realization process or the no mud, no lotus process of finding, you know, their self. You know, it's very... It's tough because, you know, first off, to find yourself, you have to struggle. That's one of the first acceptance, the, the first things to accept in the spiritual path. You can't go around blaming, you know, your teachers, your gurus, your lamas, your, 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 your sangha community, you know, you can't go around blaming people if you yourself have not figured yourself out. You only have yourself to blame. It's the same thing with any other, you know, um, type of religion. When people get like this, it's the same thing. And it's the same problem. People people blame each other or they blame people because they didn't do enough. How is a person supposed to do enough when, they, when, when the person who's trying to help themselves needs to recharge? You know, it is impossible to help people. And to not recharge. That's not the point. Of helping people. The point of helping people. Is to help them. Break away from suffering. You know. When you're on. You know. The the metal path. As we say in, in Buddhism. You know where. You're in between. And you stay in between. You don't shift to the left. You don't shift to the right. You're just in between. And every time, you know, you have to remind yourself that out in public, in a situation, dealing with a situation, helping someone with a situation, you know, you have to remind yourself that I'm in the middle path. I'm in it. I'm on it. I have to practice it. You know, because if you don't remember that, particular practice you are off balance and when you're off balance you have lack of proper judgment and when you have lack of proper judgment 
you make mistakes. And when you make mistakes, it causes damage. When you cause damage, it snowball effects. When it snowball effects, it's horrible. And when it's horrible, you take even longer to get yourself out of the situation. Even though you had nothing to do with the situation. Because at that moment, you, you lose... You lose the self that you were, that you had in, in, in self-realization, the process, you know, and the moment you lose that is the moment where, you know, you aren't even you, you're not even a practitioner, you're not even learning anymore, and people have this misconception, you know, also too, that when it comes to Buddhism, you know, where 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 we are praying, you know, to the Buddha, and we are, you know, seeking him as like a god or something, and like no, that's a misconception. For some people, you know, Buddha Buddha is seen as a god. There's living Buddhas, there's living, you know, Bodhisattvas, there's, you know, living deities, there's, there's oracles, there's, you know, reincarnations, you know, incantations, there's, there's a whole lot of, you know, stuff that goes in between it, you know, but the core of Buddhism is to awaken yourself. Awaken yourself from, you know, the reality that's around you. You know, you always have people that say, I don't want to suffer, I don't want to, you know, this, that. Life and pain. The thing about pain is, pain is optional. You know, pain is optional. If you aren't willing or mentally strong enough to break away from pain, you will always be in pain. Suffering is also optional. Nobody chooses to suffer. But suffering and pain are two completely different things. They are completely different things. Suffering has to do with the mind. Pain is a physical aspect. Verbally, emotionally, suffering is psychological and emotional, but on a deeper scale, on an internal scale. Pain is more of just the physical and emotional, but that's as far as it goes. It doesn't go that deeper. So there is the difference between that. And, you know... For me, I've had to go through the process of explaining, no, I don't pray to Buddha. Because I see Buddha as a teacher. You know, Buddha said it himself, don't have giant statues of me. Don't worship me. I was just a teacher. I am just a teacher. You know, so when we, when we do our bowing to Buddha, our prostration to Buddha, you know, we're bound to ourselves. That's all it is. And 
you know, having to explain it to people who either are insensitive, just don't get it, pretend to get it, but just don't really understand, or who are stuck in the one mindset of, well, if it's not my God, then why would I listen or why would I care? And that is wrong. You know, because in Buddhism, sure, yes, there's no concept of God here. But that doesn't mean we don't respect them. We let people who are of other faith talk. We let them say what they want. We say what we want. But at the end of the day, and there's the other thing too. The core differences between spirituality and religion is as follows. With religion, there's love, but that's as far as it goes. Realistically, that's as far as it goes. Spirituality is compassion. Spirituality is wanting to break break people out of their suffering to have a happier, better life. Love is fine, but if... But if love doesn't have any weight behind it, all the preaching, all the clapping, all the praying, it doesn't really amount to anything if there isn't any action behind it. And many people get that confused. They get that confused because they're either short-sighted or not centered enough. Or, again, like I've said, they just pretend to care but don't really understand. And they don't even understand themselves. You know, and then, and then on top of that, you know, you have to do more explaining. Nobody wants to do more explaining, you know. So before people comment on things or say things, you know, look up history on, you know, spirituality and Buddhism and and, and learn something, you know, educate yourself before you know, trying to judge people who are basically living a peaceful, tranquil life. Because that's what the metal path is. That's what Buddhism is in, a, is, is in a nutshell. It's letting go of being, you know, tethered and restricted. And you are free to ask questions. More questions than you could was in was even with the whole religion thing you because there are questions you can ask but if it doesn't particularly you know stem from that specific religion you can't ask it you can't ask it and you can't ask it because there's short-sightedness in it and back to the whole well if it's not my religion then I don't want to hear about it. And that is a wrong attitude to have because the majority of religion is love. That's it. You know, love for people regardless of what their faith is. But people don't act like it, though. That's the other thing. People don't act like it. People don't act like it because they don't even know themselves. 
they will stick with this whole religion thing until it's like the death of them, but they don't know themselves. And that's the whole, that's the, that's the whole difference between what it is to be a spiritual person and a religious person. A religious person is like a fish in a bowl. And you're only seeing the bowl. A spiritual person is has already jumped out of the bowl and gone into the ocean. That's the difference. And me, myself, to give a little backstory, because I don't really know how long this is going for. But for me, I was never a religious person. I went to church because if I didn't go, you know, I would get I would get yelled at, or I would get a whooping, and mainly I went because there was food. That was the only other reason I went, because there was food towards the end of it, you know, but I wasn't happy, I didn't find myself, I had way more questions than I did answers, you know, and I never really understood myself, it took me six years to want to wanna understand myself, let, let alone 26, but, you know, six years currently, you know, it, it took me to be like, all right, stop, you know, focus for a minute, breathe, you know, because I used to be so angry, violent, you know, swearing and cussing out, you know, just a mess, and now, you know, the only thing that really gets me upset is just honest stupidity. That's the only thing that gets me mad nowadays, just stupidity. You know, everything else I've detached myself from, but stupidity is just something you can't detach yourself from. You, It's just there. You know, but I don't, I don't care about politics. I'm not involved in politics. I've detached myself from that. I've detached myself from anything that's just negative or drama filled, you know, I will listen to people's problems because I've had people listen to my problems and I will never sit there and say, I don't care about a person, you know, but I've detached myself from situations. That's the difference between a person who is awakened and a person who is asleep you know, and it's a very thin line because people nowadays, they have this notion, again, like I've said, they have this notion that they're owed something and it's about me and it's about, no, like, no, it's not about you. It's not only about you. It's about the whole world. It's about just everything in general, humans, animals, nature. The fact that, you know, half of the world is either melting or half of it's on fire or half of it's being eaten by locusts or with the other thing that half of the world is in serious drought. And also when you have world leaders who don't care, when you have dictators who clearly don't care, you have this, you have Castro, uh, the whole catastrophicness 
situation that's going on. You have viruses that are out of control. You have people that are out of control. You have governments that's out of control. And you really want to sit there and put annoyance and pressure on, you know, deities and gods and angels and, you know, whatever faith you have. You want to sit there and blame them when it doesn't work out in your favor. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. And people who, who seriously act like that, I'm going to call you guys what you are. You are idiots if you sit there and blame your faith because it's not going, something's not going the way that you want. You are an idiot if you seriously blame your faith and then question why things aren't going the way it's supposed to. It doesn't work like that. Life doesn't work like that. Realistically, it does not work like that. <laughs> you know, and again, this is all coming back to the mindset of realization. If you don't have that, if you honestly don't even have the slightest idea what that is, you are not going to see things in a realistic light. You are going to see things in a half-dimmed out light. That is very dangerous. That is very dangerous. Because that is a very... Uh, how, how can I put it? That is a very impulsive... Personality type trait thing going on. Where people feel proud to do that. There's nothing proud about that. You know? There, there really isn't anything proud about it. Um, but I guess that's it for now. Um, I guess. <laughs> but, yeah, so, before I end this off, but back to what I was saying about myself, like, yes, I was never a Christian. I was never involved with that wholeheartedly, you know. I think it took a few personal things to happen to me to just question things you know and if you question things it's like it's like oh like you're not you're you're, you're a bad human being or you're straying from the right the, the quote-unquote i hear this so many times the one one righteous path i hear that so many i heard that so much as a kid it's like no there's other ways there's other ways of learning the truth. And not the truth somebody has said and put out in a book or anything. The truth. The actual truth. But the truth lies in if you can find it or not. That is what the truth is. It's not written down. The truth is how you see it. But you only see it if you have a state of reality and consciousness and the mindset of realization. You don't have those things. You aren't even close to learning who, what, and how you actually are. So, Nintendo Guru finishing off the podcast. So, 
Arigato. Sayonara. Tashi Dele. And Avideze. So, I will probably do another podcast within the week. So, goodbye.